Come Holy Spirit, we entrust ourselves to your infinite mercy and grace. We ask that you would make our minds and hearts and souls fertile soil, Lord. That the very word of life, your word, may bear great fruit in our lives. We pray, Lord, that you would illuminate these scriptures for us in this great mystery of the baptism of the Lord. You would convict and console our hearts. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Are you enough? Are you enough? Am I enough? This is a question, you know, as a priest <clears throat> of the last 10 years, and I think particularly more in the last few years, a question that so many people have. And whether they express it that way or not, right? Like, am I enough? Do I have what it takes? Is, am I lovable? Is a question that kind of sits at the, the heart of some of who we are, particularly in, I think, in, in our current culture. You know, it's the social media thing, cool, awesome, right? It's great. But it's like a new, it's, I don't think we realize like how this is brand new for like human beings and culture and how that affects us. Having that and that things being a little bit on the superficial level there, like I'm not like pointing a finger at it, right? But just it, it's part of that. This is there, like it's a real thing. It's a good thing, and it can just but remain on that superficial level sometimes. That that it can cause us even more to ask this question because there's all these beautiful images that are out there, right? That somebody took like five pictures in a matter of 25 hours, like all this editing and things, you know? We can ask ourselves the question, am I enough? Am I good enough? Am I lovable? So today, as we celebrate the feast of the baptism of our Lord Jesus Christ, I want to just remind you, I want to, I want to say again the words of St. Augustine. It says, O Christian, Recognize your dignity. O Christian, recognize your dignity. Why? Because today we celebrate the feast of, of Jesus' baptism. This is a game changer. The Lord has come, and we celebrate this at the end of the Christmas season. You might have walked in and be like, oh, they forgot to take the Christmas direct de decorations down, right? Today's the last day. So Merry Christmas, y'all. Right? <laughs> Till December 25th next year, right? <laughs> but on this, this manifestation, right, of Jesus, the Son of God, taking on our human flesh and entering into our world... And then now he has come after his, his hidden life in Nazareth and manifested himself a new epiphany. That he comes as John the Baptist is baptizing and the Lord comes and he says, no, I must be baptized by you. And Jesus himself is baptized. And then we hear 
the voice of the Father from heaven as the dove descends down, Behold my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. And in that moment, the waters of baptism were anointed. They were sanctified so that when we enter into them, something happens. You know, as a priest, I've done a, I don't know, gazillion baptisms. Not quite that many, probably like five less than a gazillion, but a lot. And we come, right, everybody's all dressed up and it's cute and the baby's all cute and you got 17 photographers and there are 19 people there, right? Everybody except mom and dad are taking pictures. It's great. We can forget that it's not just a cute ceremony. It's not just a cute ceremony. It's not simply like this rite of passage or this cool Christian thing that we do. It is efficacious. It means big things happen. Whether you're an infant, whether you're an adult, whatever sin is there, right? An infant doesn't have any personal sin, the stain of original sin. An adult, we have whatever sin that we bring to that moment. But at that moment, as the water is poured and the words are said, that it's not symbolic, alone. It is sacramental. It means that the grace of God does something. That there is a washing away of sin. And we're like, okay, Father, I know that, right? I, I know that, right? But that's not the end of it. Like, the washing away of sin is really, really, really cool and really important. Big deal. But only for a bigger deal which is the indwelling of the Holy Trinity in our souls. The God who is ineffable, the God who has created the entire cosmos, who has no beginning or end, who is the perfection of all being, all truth, beauty, goodness, whatever there is, that He chooses that at baptism, he chooses, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit choose to enter into our souls, in our flesh, so that our bodies become a temple of the Holy Spirit. Mind-blowing, crazy thing. And then we're like, am I enough? How can we ask that question after that? When the Lord chooses, He's like, you know where I want to dwell? Do you know where I want to come? I want to come into your very being. I want to remove sin so that I can be in communion with you. Closer to you than you are to your very self. Why? Because he loves us. Because he loves us. Because he has deemed that we are worth it. Because he has deemed that we are worth dying for. And then in that, the beginning, right? Baptism is just the beginning. It's the gateway. It's the doorway, the birth of our supernatural life. 
There's this configuration to Jesus so that today as we celebrate Jesus coming out of the waters, behold my beloved son, that we become a son, we become a daughter in communion with Jesus of the Father. Am I enough? The Lord says yes. He says yes. Enough for me to enter in and to want to live my life in you. In you. And then when the Holy Spirit comes, he comes with all of his gifts, with all of his divine life. You know, maybe some point, whether you went to Catholic school or you went to CCD or PSR or whatever they called it, right? Catechism class. Hopefully you learn the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, counsel, piety, fear of the Lord. So grace, fortitude that God gives to us. What I want you to do, I want you to go home. I want you to, to, to look them up. You got a catechism, right? Bust open the catechism. Google the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, Catholic version, all right, you know? And read them. There's actually a great novena to the Holy Spirit that explains the seven gifts. These are things that have been given to you, that have been given to me at baptism. But most of the time, they just lay latent. It's like we get baptized, we get these cool things, and it's kind of like the guy who go, who's always buying tools and just keeping them in the shed. Like, oh, sweet tool. You can build things with that maybe in 10 years, but until then, I'm going to just put it in the shed. Don't keep the gifts in the shed. Like the Lord wants to do things in and through you. And then this great gift of the charisms as well, too. I mean, the Lord has blessed you in a unique way. He has given you in a unique way to manifest the power and the grace and the love and the mercy of God to this world, which he hasn't given to someone else. Are you enough? The Holy Spirit says yes. We just need to claim it and to live it. How do we do that? <clears throat> One, to thank the Lord for it. To study and understand what does it mean to be baptized, to be configured to Christ, to have the indwelling of the Holy Trinity within me, to be brought into this communion in the family of the church, to be given these seven gifts of the Holy Spirit and the charisms that the Lord has given. And then to pray, right? Every day, Lord, give me more. Confirm these graces in me. And it's important for us to stay in a state of grace, right? Sin affects our relationship with the Lord. Mortal sin cuts the life of grace. And so that's what confession is about. It's like, oh, it, it, that wasn't good. Come on back. The Lord wants to heal. The Lord wants to again wash away the sin and again re-enter, re-enter your heart and your soul and your life to build his life within you, to live his life within you. Now, maybe you're like, well, I don't want to do that. I just want to be a couch potato. Boring. 
right? And then everybody else is missing out on what the Lord is, wants to do through you. So today, we're asking ourselves the question like, am I enough? The answer is both yes and no, right? Like, no, you're not. None of us are. But God says, I choose you because I love you. And then he gives us all the gifts for it to move forward. That we are sons and daughters in the Son, chosen by God. Holy Spirit, the Father and the Son dwelling within us. So leave today with those words of St. Augustine, O Christian, recognize, right? Recognize your dignity. Know your honor. Know the glory of the Lord dwelling within you. And let us live, let us live this life of grace. So if it's been a while since you've been to confession, come on back. It's going to be great. Really beautiful. Enter into a deep life of prayer. Look up what those seven gifts are and start to pray more for them. And to live from them in your life. And then, then this grace that has been given to us, which doesn't promise that we'll be free from suffering. Jesus is really clear. Like, if you're going to follow me, there's going to be the cross. He's living our life within us. But it's a life of moving through that, moving through that suffering as conquerors. What can separate us from the love of God, St. Uh, Paul says? Well, trial, or persecution, or hunger, or famine, or nakedness, or the sword, nothing. Nothing. Except one thing, me. Right? If I choose to remove myself from relationship with the Lord, that's it. That's the only thing. But then if I say, okay, Lord, I've sinned, I've fallen, I want to come back, boom. No nothing from the outside. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. For those of us who are baptized and living in the life of grace in Christ Jesus. And today the Lord says to us, as he said to the Father, as the Father said to the Son, Behold, behold my beloved Son. Behold my beloved daughter. Are we enough? The Lord says yes. Live like it. Let us live like it. Rooted in that.